no, we, you know, I mean, we, we just, we, the bears are what we thought they were. They're what we thought they were. Say that one more time, play. One more time. One more time. Prez and A-Dub, it's time to bear down. Let's get it, fellas. Shout out to the homie Kiko. We appreciate you rocking with us. Happy New Year, fam. Welcome to the Bears Centrals. On today's show, we break down the Bears' 29-3 victory over the New York Giants and much, much more. And yeah, audience, my voice hoarse. I don't give a fuck. The Bears won. Talk to him, A-Dub. Yeah, man. And to get a victory with my brother Robert Quinn, Breaks the record. It's all love, man. Listen, audience, we have told y'all so many times that we owe this man so many apologies. I'm not even going to even talk about that anymore. I want to give this man the hugest of shout outs because not only did we disrespect him as a fan base, but people was writing him off, A-Dub. They were saying, this guy here, why is he even on the team? Well, not only has he shown you why he's on this fucking team, but he better be back here next season, A-Dub. Yes, sir. He better be back here next season, Perez. And I got to give him a lot of credit because I listened to his press on Perez post-game interview, and he talked about the criticism he took about last season, what happened with them and not doing so well. And he said, hey, look, I was 17 years old, man, you know, in the hospital. Didn't know I was going to survive. Football is easy. So seeing him come back and have a great season, I'm proud of that, man. So basically what I'm hearing from there is this man told you he had had bigger bigger fish in his life that he's had to deal with, overcome, and, and so forth. The football part is easy. This man said, I, I face life and death. Right, exactly. This don't mean nothing. Chris, if you all sharing to me about football, don't mean nothing. And you and I talk about that all the time. At the end of the day, man, these guys are human beings. Even though you and I are all about holding people accountable, we try to keep the vibes positive on this show and audience. Yeah, I know you guys are probably like, man, prayers for his horse and the motherfucker, but yeah, it is. <laughs> I was out there at Soldier Field getting it in today, y'all. Hey, my boy Prez got it in, baby. Hey, Prez, your voice being gone right now, man. It's all good. You got your voice is gone for the right reason, bro. Hell yeah. And on that winner's circle, I went 11 and 1 this week, A Dub. I'm over here fired up. When I saw that DraftKings shit, I was like, I got all kinds of reasons to be fired up over here. Ooh, hey, I man. Good. <laughs> today has been a good day. Winner's circle, awesome. The Bears winning, awesome. I got nothing to complain about. Robert Quinn, awesome. We got nothing, nothing to complain about. Let's just talk about it. The fact that Robert Quinn got this sack record in 16 games. So nobody has the time to poke holes at it and say, oh, well, this was a longer season. Y'all can't say that shit. That man got that in 16 games, ain't up. He got it in 16, Fred. You're right about that, man. The man got it done. For that reason, it's all good right here, Robert Quinn. You done your job, man. As you always talk about, going out there and doing your job, making no excuses Fantastic job. And two, you know what, A-Dub? The man had a couple other sacks that just got out of his grasp. The one where they called that defensive holding call, which I thought was suspect. When I was in the stands looking at it, I'm like, I didn't see no defensive holding, whatever. But then Robert Quinn came back the next play and got the sack. But then in the first half, A-Dub, you remember, he almost sacked Glennon, but Glennon flipped the ball away at the last second. But anyway, he's got that record, and he's got an outside shot to get 20, bro. Okay, he ain't done yet, Prez, I don't think, man. He's got another game, man. So, um, hey, 18 and counting. The words of Kirk Franklin, it ain't over. (laughs) It ain't over. (laughs) He took him to church today, y'all. He took him to church. (laughs) Hey, Prez fired up, y'all. I'm back, baby. Let's get into the shits here. So, obviously, man, you and I, (laughs) we've had to talk about this team all season. It's been rough, man. So, 
artists, you guys got to roll with me and A-Dub here because we're happy because we've been on this show all season talking about tough loss after tough loss after tough loss. And this game here today, the Bears did what A-Dub and I both thought they were going to do. And that shit feels good, man. I love this shit. We love this fucking team. We want this team to win. We're not these other podcasters that come on the air and they want to be negative about the team because they think that shit's cute and they think it's going to get them clicks. We don't care about that shit. We love the Chicago Bears. We always want our team to win. And we always find something positive about this team, Press, despite not having such a great season. So you're right about that, man. Today was one of those days. This game here against the Giants was one of those games we found a lot of positive. And hey, it's always good to get a victory. So we're going to continue to talk about that good stuff, man. So a small victory, bro. That's the thing in life. And I'm not going to try to get deep on y'all audience, but your boy Prince had a good day today. I'm just going to try to tell y'all, 2022, we got to focus on the small victories. We got to focus on the positives. And this game here today, I'm only talking about the things that I like today, audience, because in this game, this team did everything I expected them to do. Okay, you know what? I lied to y'all. I do got one negative thing. I'm going to bring it up here real quick, and then I'm, I'm done with the negative shit, Hey, dub uh, Go forward. Why did Matt Nagy uh, start Jason Peters over Tevin Jenkins, bro? You know what, Perez? What do you got to really lose? We're going against the Giants. It's not like this Giants some kind of juggernaut defensive team. Why not start Jenkins? I mean, you play him in the fourth quarter, but I'm like, no reason to start Peters over him. Really isn't. I just didn't get it, man. I didn't get it. I, I, I'm not here to pile on him. I was curious about that one, bro. I, that's it. I'm audience. I'm leaving Matthew alone today. I was just curious about that one, my guy. <laughs> but this is why, in the preview episode, while I said, hey, Dub, this is why you don't let a lame duck head coach hang around because his priorities are different than the priorities of the organization and what's in the best interest of the organization because this is a conflict of interest right now. All Matt Nagy trying to do is get these wins so his win-loss record don't look as bad as it is. <laughs> That's what it seems like, right, Perez? But, yeah, we got to prioritize development first. We, when we out of it, we know we're not going to playoffs. Why not put development over that? Exactly. But, audience, as we mentioned, we're going to focus on the positives here today. It's been a rough season, so you're going to get A-Dub and I fired up today. And I don't give a shit if people listen to this and they're like, oh, man, these guys over here drinking the Kool-Aid. We don't care. We love this team. I want this team to win, and this game made me feel great. Not even just what Robert Quinn did, which I thought was amazing. And now I did take a shot at Matt Nagy, A-Dub, but I also want to give him his flowers for calling that timeout and letting Robert Quinn get that applause from the crowd. That was one of the probably dopest things I've seen this season. It shows the respect that Nagy has for the players. We talk about Nagy about different things that he does wrong, but man, he is a leader. He showed it by calling the timeout, saying, hey, let let the fans soak this in. Let Robert Quinn soak this in. We're going to salute you for breaking that record. And I thought that was dope as well, Perez. But it also goes to show you that that's why he's a player's coach, and that's why these players haven't quit on him, A-Dub. I mean, it's pretty simple, right? When you think about it, when you look at it, these players have continued to play hard for him. The way that they played today, that goes to show you that these guys get it, man. You wouldn't even think this team is, what, five and, you know, at 10 at that time. These guys will continue to fight. Nagy's proven that, hey, he still got the locker room. No, he does. He does. And when I look at this game today, you and I both thought that the Bears were going to win, but they exceeded our expectations. I didn't see this coming. I knew when we had Mike Glennon starting this game today, I was laughing. I'm like, boy. <laughs> I agree with you, friends. I was like, the Bears look like we're about to get this guy. We're about to get him. Make it really tough for him today. <laughs> A game like today had to be Ryan Pace's worst nightmare, man. Seeing Mike Glennon out there stinking it up, and that was the guy that you signed to free agency, my guy. Ooh, ooh, ooh. That just shows you it was a tough signing right there, Perez. He's no different than what he was with us. 
we dominated them from the start, bro. Before I could even get in my seats, Mike Glennon fumbled the football. I'm walking up to my seats, A-Dub. I turn around. I'm like, what the hell's going on over there? And I'm like, holy shit, we got the ball at the goal line. But I love that, man, because they punched that shit in right away, A-Dub. It was like a quick sequence. Boom! A sack by Gibson and then fumble recovery by Nichols. And here we are, your boy Montgomery running it in. I was like, wow, that was a quick seven. We ain't playing no games today. No, no games. No, no playing. Not playing no damn games. So we got a lot to unpack here, audience. A lot of positives. So one of the things that I thought about, A-Dub, heading into this matchup was our quarterback situation. So you and I talked about it in the preview pod. We said Justin Fields is probably not going to play in this ball game. He's probably not even going to play in the last game of the season. I feel like they're going to put him on ice. A lot of us were surprised that Nick Foles didn't get the start, but that Andy Dodd got the start. What was your thoughts about that, A-Dub, going into this matchup? Actually, Perez, I was with everyone else. I thought Nick Foles was going to get the start, whether Andy Dalton is healthy or not. I thought Nick Foles played a good game against Seattle. I'm thinking, like, why not give him the opportunity to go against the Giants if Justin Fields can't go? I was in a bit, a bit of a minority on this one because I was wondering why go away from the guy that had a little bit of a, some momentum going on, right? You know, at the same time, Andy Dalton did what he had to do today. So I can't really say too much about it, but going into this game, A-Dub, I'm looking at Nagy sideways, like, what you doing, bro? What you doing? <laughs> yeah, because I was like, did Nick Foles not earn the opportunity? Unless you're trying to give Dalton go out with a bang and just say, hey, look, this guy's showing he can still be a quarterback in the league. Yeah, but shit, wouldn't he have done that for Nick Foles, too? I don't know, right? Exactly. Good point. But either way, one of them guys ain't coming back next year, so. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Somebody go out to take a backseat, man. And not me by backseat, not be part of this franchise. So, audience, let's just call today what it was. This was Matt Nagy's final home game as, ho- as coach of the Chicago Bears. And if this is, in fact, his last game, which many of us hope, A-Dub, I thought this game right here, he made the fan base proud. Those players on the field made this fan base proud. And I would just say, you know what, for Nick's game, try to go out, hopefully try to go out with a bang. But you're right, our last home game, he ended it well, man. A 29-3 victory. Can't get any better than that. Your defense played that great. And they did their damn thing, A-Dub. They did their damn thing. Football fans, who's ready to score some free bets? Now you can when you bet any NFL game this week with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. New customers who bet just $1 on either team to score can win $100 in free bets. When a team scores, you score. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, DraftKings won't leave you empty-handed. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes all season long with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Sport Contest. DraftKings has given all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TPPN, bet $1 on either team to score, and win $100 in free bets. If they score, you score with promo code TPPN this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania, new customers only. Minimum of $5 deposit and $1 wager required. Restrictions do apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambler problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Now back to the show. In this game today, you knew the Giants were in trouble with what, bruh? I knew the Giants in trouble, Prince. I can't even lie to you, man. 
at that first on that first drive, their first play, <laughs> when I saw Glennon, you know, go down, I said, "Oh man, fumbling already, Press. This is gonna be a long, long game for that Giants offensive line. It's gonna be a long game. That's when I knew they were in trouble, without a doubt." <laughs> I think for me, A. Dub, I have to agree with you, but I'm also <laughs> I also got some some shit to say here. <laughs> I knew the Giants were in trouble when they started Mike Glennon. I'm like, y'all saw how that movie worked here. What the fuck was y'all doing? Y'all should have started from. <laughs> hey, you were not talking about it, man, on the pre-show about your hip and from. Because we already know what, what, what they know about um, Glennon already. He's not that good, man. You saw him out there. You're like, okay, this is going to be trouble for them. Well, I mean, think about it, A-Dub. They're in the first half when we got that safety. Then we got that field goal at the half. We was up 22-3 to in that ball game, and I knew that shit was over, bro. That shit was a wrap. I didn't see nothing from the Giants that said it was going to be a threat, especially when they abandoned throwing the football. They, they, they abandoned, like, we're not going to pass the football. We're not going to, we're just going to run. <laughs> Being down by 20 plus, they like, we're just going to run the football, man. It's not going to work. So they just said, hey, they're going to give up on trying to pass the football. And then from that perspective, I said, they in trouble. They definitely were. And it was cool to get that sixth win of the season. Hey, Dub, what'd you like today, bro? I did like the pressure that we put out there. We started that way by making sure they weren't going to get nothing going in the passing game that I just talked about. I like that part of it. I I loved Gibson getting pressure. I love Robert Quinn, of course, on the other side, applying pressure. I even love what we're doing in the middle, too. So we're going to make it very difficult for them on one side of the football as far as trying to throw the football, pass it. Well, Well, you talked about that in the previous show. You talked about that Giants offensive line. And our pass rush today... (laughs) <laughs> it gave them all that they could handle. We were dominant up there. They couldn't block for shit today. We couldn't even really see how great our secondary really was. I mean, of course, we saw some terminals that happened, though. But other than that, we really couldn't tell. If you want to evaluate individuals individually and say how good this person was, you really couldn't tell based upon the dominance of that defensive line. They were like, no, we're not giving up nothing. We're not going to give Glennon no chance at all. They dominate the entire time, man. I was like, well, that's something that we, you and I have always talked about our defensive line, about how well they, how great they can be. And they were just overwhelming of that Giants line, offensive line today. Yeah, they couldn't do shit with us, man. And like I said, it wasn't just Quinn. It was Gibson. It was Blackson. Like, dude, they couldn't do shit with our D-line. Our defense set the tone for this game today. They're the reason why we won, because they got us that early touchdown. And if we never trailed after that point. To your point, Perez, never trailed. Not quite feeling threatened at all. <laughs> it's like, no. look, we on a mission now, man. So we jumped out to that big 14-0 lead. It was like, you never felt that the Giants had even a chance. So it was like, it's a wrap here. It's a wrap. Also, too, A-Dub, the Giants had to abandon the running game because they were behind so much. So you got a quarterback in Mike Glennon who's awful, a bad offensive line. He's got no weapons. That's a recipe for disaster. And that's what we talked about in the preview part. I said I wanted to make sure we were putting that heat on Mike Glennon because if we did, we were going to get the result that we got today. And boy, was he uncomfortable, Perez. I saw those guys <laughs> out there trembling, man. I see trembling out there. I know he out there in shotgun, but he don't feel comfortable being in shotgun. I didn't feel bad for him, but every time he went to drop back, I was like, this shit ain't going to end well. <laughs> <laughs> I felt the same way. I was like, man, this may be a sack or maybe an interception. It's going to be something, but it ain't going to be good for the Giants. He fumbled the ball. That shit was awful. And again, Ryan Pace, I don't know what you saw on this guy. I don't know what you saw on this guy. All right, Pace is tripping, man. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> God damn, he was tripping. Offensively, though, I still thought A-Dub, the offensively, we did leave some points on the board. However, yes. I'm going to focus on what I like 
the offense took advantage of opportunities that the defense gave to them, A-Dub. Scoring those 29 points, the defense put them in really positive field position all day, and the offense did just enough to capitalize on that. I like what you said there, Perez. You're right. The offense did capitalize based upon what the defense did. We did get some scoring going on. I thought it put Montgomery in some good position to run the football well. I thought he did well with that. So, and I also like as well, Perez, when we got the fourth down, man, we done some good with that. It was that fourth and one play and to that pass to the touchdown that Money Moon caught, right? The bank was open, Perez. Fourth and one, bank open, Money Moon with the touchdown. So, great play call. The fans, we were all telling them to go for it. You got nothing to lose. Do it, Matt Nagy. But I want to give your boy Money Moon a little bit of shout out here. And you hit your season prop for Money Moon this year, bruh. Pay it up because the bank is open, baby. <laughs> <laughs> my man, my man. So the only other thing I would say when it came to the offense, A-Dub, was I like that they stayed committed to the running game. They ran the ball with Montgomery 22 times. I wish they would have gotten Khalil Herbert involved a little bit more. However, they kept pounding the ball to Montgomery. I thought that part was good. Now, I know all it is, you guys are like, man, these guys are so fired up over beating the Giants. Yeah, we are. But in the grand scheme of things, we understand what this is. Right. At the end of the day, we're not going to the playoffs. We got a long off season ahead of us, but that's why me and A-Dub are choosing today to focus on the positives because we got all off season to talk about what this team needs to do to improve. Exactly. So I'm going to enjoy this victory right here, Perez, and let this victory soak in. All right, well, speaking of that, man, let's give out some game balls. Who's getting your offensive game ball, bro? My offensive game ball, I'm going to give it to Montgomery. I thought Montgomery did well, Perez. He needed to get a bunch of yards, but he still ran hard, man. He still ran hard. He got the guy in the end zone. We needed him to, right? He put those points on the board. So I still got to give Montgomery a lot of credit, man, for what he did. Two of the three touchdowns was because of David Montgomery. And this is also another reason why I continue to say this on this show, A-Dub. I don't put a whole lot of emphasis on stats because, okay, yeah, Kelly ran for 60-some-odd yards. But if you look at the way he was running the football, him running the football opened it up for opportunities like a Darnell Mooney to make plays out there. And that's the thing that the people don't talk about enough. The Giants had to focus on that, Perez, stopping the run. Why? Why do you want to stop the run? Because they know Montgomery is a factor. He still did what he needed to do, Perez, put us in good situations. Yeah, the only thing that he messed up on was missing Cole Komet, but that was about it. Yep. <laughs> yeah, he did, man. That was a tough one. I was like, a good play design, but just didn't throw it further enough for a touchdown. Man, I thought, I was like, ooh, I think we got one here. Nope, no, we don't. <laughs> <laughs> But if that's the only thing I got to nitpick on, brother, I'll take it. Because like you said, David Montgomery, I love the 32s on this team, bro. Yes, sir. My offensive game ball is going over to your boy Money Moon. I've been tough on your boy Money Moon this season. And the reason why is, audience, I don't have no beef with Darnell Mooney. My thing is, I think this kid can be great. And I was tired of the drops. I was tired of seeing him uh, deflecting passes. I want this guy to improve his catching, his concentration. Because the guy has elite talent in this league. And I think that he could be a lot better of a player than what we've seen. With this season, we've had uneven quarterback play. The sky's the limit for this guy going forward, A-Dub. Yes, it is, Perez. I'm still excited for him because I think he's going to continue to grow, Perez. I think it's a lot he learned this season without A-Rob. So he got a chance to really get it. I mean, you and I talked about this. He got a chance to really see what it's like being the number one guy. So he started to understand how teams are going to play him, what they're going to do. So it's all the good learning from him. Even still with all that, Perez, he had a solid season. So I'm happy for him for that reason. And I'm quite sure, like I said before, he's going to get better. And he'll look to hit that 1,000-yard mark 
for the first time in his career next week on it. So Darnell Mooney is knocking on the door of a thousand receiving yards on the season. That is something that we should all be happy about with this kid, considering the season that we've had on offense, bro. You know how bad our uh, offense was. So, hey, <laughs> look, all we can do is now is look for hope and know that things there's a light at the end of the tunnel. I look forward to a bright future from um, Darnell Mooney. We have so many talented young guys on this roster. And A-Dub, I'm really excited about that future for those young guys. Yes, sir. Justin Fields, Money Moon, Montgomery, Herbert. Hell yeah, there's so many. And we ain't going to take the time to name them all. But audience, you guys know we're going with that. Who's in your defensive game ball, bro? I got to go with uh, Travis Gibson, Prez, because he Big the one to Big Trav. Yeah. Yeah, man, a couple of strip sacks, Prez. Hey, man, he came out to play, man. It just made a lot of things uh, much more difficult um, for the Giants, and I thought he played a big pivotal role in that. So what I tell y'all in the offseason, I told y'all this man was going to have 10 sacks this season. Audience, don't blink because he's getting close. He's getting close. You saw this coming, Prez. You saw what this guy was able to bring to the table. We can't deny what you saw. You know, right now we've seen this guy now starting to come into his zone, man. And um, I'm happy for him. So I think he's going to continue to get better. He's going to continue to grow. Idealist to his press of prayers. And one thing he said in his press, he was like, he's learned a lot from watching Robert Quinn and also your boy Khalil Mack. He pretty much talked about the film session and understanding you know, just how to get better. So I think he's learned a lot from those two great ones. When you're around top talents like Khalil Mack and Robert Quinn, you better soak that shit in. And it sounds like that he has. Not only the fact they dubbed that this guy had two strip sacks, but he was just a menace out there today. The things that I saw that I saw in him in Hallis Hall, I saw the approved pass rush skills. I saw that he put on some weight. I saw the way that he handled himself and how he was, his demeanor, his composure. And I said, man, this guy right here, we got another one in the, in the wing. So that's why I'm really excited about these young players. He's another one on the list right there, Press, One of the young guys who's going to do phenomenals for us in the future. So outside of Robert Quinn, which would be the easy one, he gets the game ball just because. But I got to give Tayshawn Gibson my defensive game ball. So if your last name is Gibson in this ball game, your ass had yourself a day. <laughs> That's true. You know what I'm saying? They but yes, sir. You talked about the secondary today, and you said, well, that defensive line didn't give you a chance to really reevaluate them. But what I saw was the fact that Tayshawn Gibson, not only just that interception that he had in the game, but that dude was coming up strong in that running game. He was putting some hits on Saquon Barkley. I love the way he played that safety position today. Went out looking for work, Press. They said, we're going to go find somebody, man. We're going to go where the ball is at. The ball in Saquon Barkley saying, you know what, go crush him. You make a good point there, Press. That's to bring that up is that, hey, he came there and made some good hits. True story. All right, man, who's your underperformer? Your bear down for week 17, bro. It was a very hard thing to choose, but I had to nitpick. And I hate nitpicking, but I went with Ogletree. I was like, man, picking up some penalties, man. I don't need you doing that, man. <laughs> we try to get a sack here, man, Robert Quinn. Don't, don't right. start screwing up, man. Don't start right. messing up nothing. I didn't see the replay, though, but from where I was sitting, well, I mean, was it a legit holding call? Man, it wasn't that much, though, Perez. But you know, <laughs> you know the refs can get sometimes. They can really call some soft calls. And I thought it was a soft call, but that's why I'm nitpicking them, because they did call it on them. <laughs> yeah, no, I hear you, man. It took away another sack from Robert Quinn, but he ended up getting it anyway. Right, right, right. He could have got it, probably got another one, right? (laughs) So it is what it is. Well, audience, we gave out two defensive game balls on that one. Robert Quinn, because he broke that team record, and then Tayshawn Gibson got to give him some love too because we beat up on that secondary all season. So I want to give those guys a little bit of a shout-out here today. 
Well done, Chris. All right, man. My underperformer is Ryan Pace. Now, Ooh. I want to keep this episode as positive as I can. However, when you look at that fucking quarterback that was on the other side of the field today, <laughs> <laughs> how could you not be mad at Ryan Pace? I'm sorry. <laughs> I know a lot of y'all sitting over here talking about fire Nagy. Fucking fire Ryan Pace, too. He signed this guy and gave him $18 million. Did y'all see what Mike Glennon did today? He's awful. Awful, awful, awful. Sorry. Press. Hey, look, they had negative 12 passing yards, right? Oh, God. In the first half. I was like, wow. Yeah, Pace, you better be looking at that like, what the hell did I do? So hide from all the cameras. That's what you should do. Hide out, man. Don't even talk to anybody. You ain't got to worry about that. He ain't going to talk to nobody until he has to. Ryan Pace, he hides from the media. He don't talk to the, the, the beat reporters. He talks with them one time a year, and that's when they do that in the season press conference, and then he talks again like around the draft time. But that dude, he ducks the media because he don't want the smoke. Now, I can't blame him for this smoke here you're talking about with Glenn. You don't want this one. But listen, A-Dub, we got the Minnesota Vikings coming up here next week. We're going to do our preview podcast. We're going to break down that matchup. Six to ten. I'm riding with it. We'll see what happens against Minnesota, A-Dub. Hey, man, I'm going to enjoy this victory prayers and salute to us with the winning circle, man. Good job. Brother, 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 audience, if y'all have not been listening to the Winner's Circle, as I said two weeks ago, what are you waiting on? If you bet NFL football and you're not listening to the Winner's Circle, you must not like making money because I went 11 and 1 in week 17. 11 and 1. And guess what? It don't matter how much money I made. I made a lot. I made a lot. <laughs> hey, and I made some too, friends. <laughs> talk that talk, A Dub. Talk that talk. Hell yeah, this was a good-ass episode, audience. We're going to keep this one short because your boy's voice is over here killing me today. But I'm happy, I'm fired up, and we are out. Bear down. Thanks for listening to The Very Sentence. You can find this show wherever you get your podcasts. We appreciate your continued support and for making this a top 10 Chicago Bears podcast. As always, Bears Nation, come down with us.